Hello and welcome to another edition of the Pink Podcast. I'm James Roger and I'm at the Coventry Telegraph and I'm joined by uh, Alan Paul. Good day. I'm joined by Adam McCartney. Yeah, James. And I'm joined by our producer Daniel Smith. Afternoon. Uh, we join you today after two stalemates at the Rico, um, and we're going to kick off with a fans question today. It's from Cal, and it's um, is Tony Mowbray looking to bring in anyone that can actually score goals? Nah, why? No, he's just going to going to continue to drive again. Well, it's, <laughs> it's funny actually. Uh, last night, because um, he's brilliant, he's, he's the most honest manager you'll ever meet, and he's got a sort of nice, dry sense of humour. And after last night's game, um, Jeff on the BBC asked him, well, well, Tony, is you know, the 20-goal a season striker still your priority? And he gave him a little look and said, they don't drop off trees, you know. <laughs> and that's why, yes, it is definitely his priority. But they've only got a very limited budget. So basically, they want to be really sure they get the one they want. Now, again, he said last night that um, he fully expects to have another bloke in the building. By, he said by the weekend, I'm told, hopefully by tomorrow. Um, now, who that is, I'm not sure, but all the indications are that it's a striker. And you were there last night, Aidan. I mean, it, it's something that they need to look into, isn't it? I mean, painfully blunt. Yes, definitely. They uh, really struggled to break down uh, Bury all game, really. The chances were slim and far between. Um, the chances, most of them were just long shots. And uh, no, there's very little note in terms of getting in the in the box and actually making the goalkeepers into saves and stuff. Tony Jones did alright didn't he? Yeah, he's welcome off the bench. We'll talk about the game uh, later on, but the, um, you know, I think... Oh, we'll talk about it now. Yeah. Well, we'll talk no, about it now. No, it's interesting about Jody, actually. He did. I mean, obviously, A, he's carrying a little bit of a knock. You could see that when he came off on um, Saturday. He was not limping as such, but clearly favouring. Apparently, he's got some sort of little groin tweak, hmm. which is why he was on the bench um, uh, last night. But he, And you could see, actually, a couple of times we went through, he, he he sort of half pulled up and he just didn't look yeah, fully, yeah. fully comfortable. At one time he sat down on the floor as well and just thought yeah. a bit like... He, I know it was sitting, by last time to point out Sitting made all three subs. That's so they yeah, couldn't no change him, yeah. Change it, so. But I mean, he, he did make two fantastic runs. I mean, you could, it's one of those things that would look brilliant on a photograph because he was sort of did these two diagonal runs and in each case there was about four or five yes. buried defenders converging yeah. on him. But having sort of got into the... Twice, having got into the penalty area, you thought he could... Swivel and hit it with his right, but he pushed it out to Dion Kelly Evans, yeah, who finally, is, sorry, who's not a striker, and, and, and yeah, finding the, the side netting. I think one of the things about that when when he's running across the line, he's looking for a player to make that run mm. behind the defenders, and I think Barry were quite high up, and obviously there's no one running because there's no Tug guy doesn't really run off defenders, does he? If you had like an Armstrong there, a little ball through. It's a certain goal. Yeah, but I mean, Jody's got to learn to be tough. I mean, the thing about Kyle Reid, I mean, he'll have a shot. Yes. Yeah. When he but gets the ball, you know, he's, he puts his head down, he looks for a chance, and then he hits it from 20 yards. It reminds me quite a lot of Andrus Townsend, Kyle Reid. I don't that, mean is that, that a good thing? No, I do yeah, mean that a good thing because you no, know what you're going to get from him. Yes. Really. Yes. You're going to get the ball and he's going he's he's to do one thing. He's going to look yes. to run forward. Yeah, he does go forward. Yeah. He's a very positive player. He is. But I think Jones and they they made a massive difference off the bench last night. It, what, after it was a turgid first half, it wasn't that one. He wasn't brilliant. I mean, actually, there was very little good football play. There was, I mean, the, most of what, you know, pleasing football was played was City actually those those little triangles down the left wing yeah. with, with with Haynes and McCann yeah. um, and a couple of times Haynes got 
got round, didn't he? You thought this looks good, but the cross never. never I thought, I thought Barry. You've got fair play to Barry. They've defended really well, and you know they they, they literally limited the space City had. What they came there and did a job, didn't they? And the, the high pressing game worked really well. Oh, and, and City, especially the first half, no space at all to work with. And like Ramirez was just running around trying to find space. Josh Thomas similar, and then nothing. And because because Barry was playing such a high line, and it did work really well. And fair play to um, David Fitcloth for, for getting that right. But City need to find a way around it. Bought on Jones and Reed to try and you know get get through them, and I think we were better the second half, but it just wasn't enough to get the goal. It is. I mean, it is a very it's quite a risky game City play, you know, because the, the, they the big thing about Moby basically says to them, look, trust your own ability. You got the ball. If it's tight, play your way through. And I mean, it's the sort of thing that all I mean, Jones can do it. Um, uh, Reed can do it. Lemires can do it. I mean, yeah. Lemires had, I thought, a disappointing half before he, he came up half time because he's one of those players. He could, sorry, it's strange. He, he, he can get the ball, turn the defender, and off he goes. Yeah. I mean, he, he just never, never really got a look in in last night, no. to be honest. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, one of the new signings that's come in already, James. Uh, well, yeah, obviously Jordan Turnbull. Um, I mean, it was 180 minutes at the Rico of. Um, uh, you know, goalless action, but that's certainly punctuated the uh, the negativity with some. Yeah, with some definitely. Players. I think it's one of the most positive reactions from fans and hey, for a long time. Like a proper signing. Yeah, like well, three year deal, three year deal for you know a twenty one year old England under twenty international who has got a lot of experience in League One. I think that's the key thing, isn't it? The experience in League One. Yeah, he spent he spent a long time. Nearly hundred appearances at Swindon over two seasons. Won their Player of the Year award in twenty eight twenty two thousand fourteen fifteen seasons when they reached the League One playoff final. So, you know, he's got a really good pedigree and he's just going to get better, really, at that age, I think, you know. Uh, signing for the future, positive signing, can, we can play a part now as well. And well, see, this is, this is, this is well. the point that Mowbray and, uh, and Vidas have stressed all the way along, you know, that obviously it is important to sort of, you know, the, the here and now is important. You want to get results, you yeah. want to go up the league. But as, as Mowbray keeps saying, you know, he's he acts as if he's going to be here for the next 10 years. And so rather than having to rely on bringing in, you know, your Jack Stevens as, uh, you know, yeah. to, for, for a half a season, he wants to get his own players on board. I reckon they could have got Turnbull for the start of the season on loan. You know what I mean? In a loan deal rather than a permanent deal, if they, if they wanted to. But I think they were determined to get a permanent sign yeah. over the line. And that meant that's a great thing for the positivity of the club. Although it means for the first few matches of the game, been not sure. Yeah, it's far better this time around to have, like, say, three loan players in. That's no problem with that. Yeah. Rather than half a dozen. Yeah, definitely. Which without those half a dozen, two maybe would do well. If you can use the loan players in all season, I think that's fine. Yeah, but if they're, if they're only here till six months, that's when you get pushed. Yeah, exactly. with Kenny yeah but and stuff. it'll be a problem yeah, up front because I'm not being funny. If if they're looking for this mythic twenty goal a season, mm. now if they're out there, they can't they can't afford to buy it because no. you know a twenty goal no. a season league well, one player is more like that. Yeah, so then you do have to hope that you can get an Adam yeah. Armstrong, you know, somebody a, who yeah. you know just on his way up, sort of. Thing. Yeah, absolutely, it'll probably be a six month deal as well, won't it? Whoever they bring in, you'd have thought. Just I suppose most of them will be this year because yeah, no recall yeah, options yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So like like Ivan Tony went out to um, Shrewsbury and he's only a six month deal, so mm. you can expect similar. Uh, but no, I do think Turnbull's a really positive signing. Um, you know, he's, he's, I've, I've always liked him. He did really well at Swindon in the first season. Spent a lot of last season playing left back, which is interesting. Gives another option at left back for City, which we've got loads. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but, but when you say left back, don't forget the system yeah. back play, 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 play. You're, you're probably talking about a left sided um, centre back. I think Swindon depends. Yeah. Swindon played five at the back as well. I, think. I can't I remember. Last you know, I saw it twice last season. I can't remember. Yeah, but no, definitely a good sign in there and uh, one for the future So as well, so which is good. 
hailed as a brilliant bit of business by the fans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely important that he's done the hard yards, isn't it? He's not just some kid from the, no. the Premier League academy yeah, who's come through yeah. playing on pristine pitches. Um, you know, he's you know he's been there with players who've got to you know got to win matches for, for their win. He'll yeah. come in and like know that. what league to expect from League One, which is yeah. great. He'll come in on Saturday, start against Bradford City, and you know everyone. So who's he? Who's dropping then? So well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because the, one of the main positives from last night um, was Keen Harry's, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it was a whole back three, to be honest. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I mean, I, I would think Willis is going to play because he's just got that bulk and that power. He, he's and that's been really good this season. Um, so it all, if he does stick Turnbull straight in, it's a choice between Harris, who's hugely promising... You know, and Ricketts, who is very much I the finished article, but is heading to Bradford. We know what we expect against Bradford. We'll, we will talk about them in a little bit. Um, I would definitely bring Turnbull in for Harry's. I think playing Harry's against a big physical Bradford side would be a risk. He's been he's brilliant last night on the ball. He's a, he's a very cultured defender. He brings the ball forward lovely. Based on wonderful passes around, and deservedly got man of the match award. Uh, but I, I'd be careful playing too many games. I think he's still a very young lad and I think Turnbull coming in for him will be really positive for the team. Like McCann for Stevenson last night. You know, Stevenson yeah. has done really well against Shrewsbury but he still dropped him in not in a nice way. Drop him, but, yeah. yeah, he took him out of the team. Because he's only a kid, isn't he, really? <laughs> so, you know, they're the only kids and they're for the future. Yeah, if you look at this now, um, yeah, so I'd get him in and study. Mowbray has discussed, I mean, protecting the likes of Joe Jones as well. So you would imagine that it's, it might be a horses for courses approach with, between him and Ricketts. Um, you know, obviously Ricketts can't play 46 games yeah, a exactly. season. No. Well, I think there's another centre-back on the way, isn't there, as well, in, in the next two weeks. So that would obviously give it a lot. What happens yeah. to the finish, mate? Uh, we're still waiting to hear about I that. Think, I think, and I, I, this is generally I think, I don't know, but I think they're still making their mind up. I mean, because obviously the fact, uh, at any given time, in any given position, they've got four or five irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact they've got Turnbull in means that you know that one of those slots has been filled, I and mean, they obviously want another defender. Uh, but the you know the need to act immediately isn't as great. Yes. So I, I think they'll probably take. It's been some... about a week now, and obviously we reported he was in advance talks because he was at the game against uh, Swindon. Um, and since then, we've not really heard anything from the club. Uh, they've been mostly very coy about it, hasn't he? Um, well, no, yeah, but you, and you've got to remember that because I know fans sometimes get frustrated because they think, oh, we haven't heard anything. Because when you're doing business, when you're negotiating with players, with agents, with other clubs, you know, you don't, if you know what you're doing, you don't do that via the media. No. Um, because... You know, because why would you? Because it's you know sometimes these things are very delicate and you don't want to upset it. But as I say, my understanding, and I'll put it no stronger than that, is that the Finnish lad whose name escapes me is um, has been training at the club. Yeah, uh, and it's there's they haven't made a mind up yet. Yeah, no. So we'll wait and see with him, and you might we might never hear him again. Well, sure, we'll hear him again, but perhaps not in the Sky Blue shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and also uh, Jack McBean. What do we what do we know? Uh, about we, yeah, again, no rush with that one. Uh, he's coming in as a development player, uh, you know, on loan from LA Galaxy. No rush to get him over the line. He's been in, he was with the club again last night. He's been there every game. Yeah, so he's um, been training with them regularly. Yeah, I think it's just a case of you know he'll play for them. The I mean, you know these things. I don't because, but uh, presumably the transfer window doesn't apply to that, does it? I mean, he could sign in the middle of September if he wanted to. Is that right? No, you don't. I think I think I think because it's an international loan. I still think that's tra- counts yeah, from the transfer window. Okay, so it'll be thirty first of August. He has to sign by. I'm pretty sure it'll go over the line in the next few weeks or days. There's no rush of it. That's what we've been told. So it's a case of just wait and see. But he's he's a player for the season in terms of the next six months rather than now. 
As is Turnbull, and we saw Turnbull last night. We did, yeah. He popped in the media suite. He said he was raring to go for Saturday. He's a good lad, so yeah, hopefully uh, he makes a big impression. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Sure he will. And we'll be back in part two to discuss the Berry game a little bit more, and also Shrewsbury Town as well. Welcome back to part two of the Pink, and it, we're going to discuss the um, the two stalemates at the Rico. I'm not sure how long this will take, Alan, but um, the Shrewsbury uh, the Shrewsbury <laughs> game in particular. Much, you could say, really. um, but, but it was almost uh, lost at, lost at the death, wasn't it? It was. I mean, I, I actually thought City played well first half. Um, I mean, I'm not being funny. They definitely, if, if you go on chances created on overall impression, they deserve to win that game. Um, and when they were well on top in the first half, they didn't take advantage of chances. So therefore, you don't deserve to win, I suppose. I'm not totally But I mean, it was an infinitely better game than um, the Berry game. Uh, they were much more impressive all round. You know, um, there was some nice link play. Um, it's just one of those. Yes, they did lose it. I mean, it would have been the ultimate sort of uh, headline story. Uh, I'm, you know, I still haven't worked out if um, Jim O'Brien either got a touch or did, sort of air shot it when it bobbled to him. At the got a very slight touch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that would have been the, that would have been yeah. a real kick in the. I think the save so. reached pulled off at the end as well from uh, Tony when he turned it onto the bar. It was fantastic. That was fantastic. He did it. Well, I must say, see again. You, I, I haven't watched it. I, initially, I wasn't sure if he got a finger. He definitely, to he definitely it, got a touch. Yeah, it was fantastic save. It was, and you would have thought that that would have just there. Uh, you know, that would have been the icing on the cake. Tony is a Newcastle United. Yeah, so, and we all yeah. know how they uh, work out in League One. <laughs> but um, you know, it, yeah, I think Coventry were definitely the better side in the first half. Um, oh, yeah. There was an interesting stat that said um, there was only two outfield players who survived from the three 0 victory in 2015. Or 2014 was it? And, and last season, from, yeah, from last yeah, season, yeah. there was only two surviving outfield players from, from either side. From either side, yeah, Reece Charles Cook and Sam Ricketts. Oh, so, sorry, Reece Charles Cook is not an outfield. Player. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, um, two player. players in general. <laughs> we get what you mean. And, yeah. yeah, so Shrewsbury have had a you know phenomenal yeah, yeah. amount of turnover as well. Yeah. They'll take time to gel. Yeah, they will. Yeah. I think that's yeah. they got a tate in last night, though, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But then, so Berry, in contrast, we, Aiden, you said that you thought Berry would struggle, and um, I, 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 they, they kind of hit, well, they haven't hit the ground running, but they weren't. They've you know, lost. They, they got a really good win on the open uh, day against Charles. Yeah, they. I after watching them last night, I still think they'll struggle. I don't think they're a great side. I think they they worked really hard last night. They they, 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 they worked really hard. They, they played effectively, uh, but they were lacking options in attack. They lost Neil Dan's quite early. Uh, Chris McCann. Got an early tackle in there and uh, made sure that he was hobbling off the pitch. Which how, nice how did McCann do on his yeah. debut? Right, McCann, yeah, he did. He did well. I thought. Oh, Atlanta he, fans want to know. Yeah, he impressed. I thought. Um, you know, you know what you get with him. Uh, he's very, oh, he's a very cultured uh, midfielder. Got an eye for a pass. Obviously, strong and tackle. He can kick people. And he could kick people. Yeah, and, and I no, he can go. He can go <laughs> in hard but fair. I think we've. He gave away a few free kicks in the first ten minutes. Let's say, but he, you know, he, he did well. I thought. You know, he added something different to that midfield. A bit more combative midfielder. Um, combative. Yeah, and he, you know, he's just a better player than what they have really, and I think he'll be an impressive member. Well, of the again, team. you were saying before he's got the experience. That's important. Yeah. You know, yeah. been there, seen there, done it. Yeah. You know, um, no, he'll be a very big asset. He will. From he, will. He, 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 he did tire last night. He only obviously he shouldn't have played tonight. Well, obviously minutes. they would have taken. Yeah. Off, he but would the have, fact that Rose was injured early, they, they he, had he, to he would have normally gone off. He looked knackered with yeah. about ten minutes to go. But it, you know, he did a good, he did a good job in the circumstances. What do we know about the Rose injury? Uh, the Rose injury. Oh, what do we know about it? We know he's injured. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Again, it's the sort of thing you are. You ask the manager. It's when Moby gives you look because you ask him afterwards how is it. 
the look is, how the hell should I know? Because obviously he's, he, he's, he's hurt his knee. It, yeah. it might be just a little jar, fine. It might be, who knows what. I mean, he left in one of those um, yeah. casings, but they always cases, do. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you wasn't a very tackle, was it? I thought we dived in. Uh, again, they were both stretching, yeah. so it'd be harsh. But I thought it's the sort of thing, if you... Some referees would have interpreted it as yeah, a sort yeah. of foot-up challenge, but... Yeah. I, I, I think know. it was just a genuine yeah. racing into the Hopefully he's not out for too long. Yes, yeah, so it's a, a case player. to watch this space, yeah. isn't it? And Kwame Thomas as well, how was that? Uh, again, knee injury, isn't it? I think, oh. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it's not looking... The, 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 they, again, quite rightly, they they, they sort of are reluctant to discuss people's uh, you know health in public. Um, but I get the impression he's they're perhaps a little bit worried about him, whereas uh, Sordell... Yes, uh, should, should all be well be back for Saturday. That would be a big thing, I think, because I did miss him last night, didn't they? Yeah, because he has got he has got that ability um, to you know to hold the ball. Yeah, I think um, to to actually uh, you know in the first couple of games uh, at uh, at uh, Swindon, even though they lost, he was he, he looked really impressive in the first half. He was sliding through some um, some really good passes yeah, and I setting think, up. Yeah, I think people. he might put him down the middle instead of a uh, guy or Thomas. I think again against Bradford in his fit, sort of thing. just try and get that bit of impetus in attack really, mm. which he lacked yesterday. I know. Not, I know they want to play him on the wing in the future, but let's without that tackle coming in. Well, wait and see. Yeah, exactly. I, I would put him there instead of Tudka. I thought yeah. Tudka was a bit too. Tudka doesn't get in the box enough. He's not going to score goals by not getting in the box, and that's why you know City don't look like scoring. I think if you watch the game, you watch the game, but the City are rarely get into the box and get chances into that box, and they're not going to score goals from outside the area. Really, the shots came from deep. Yeah, they all came from deep, and it's okay. Fair enough, you might score like that, but chances are you probably won't because you've got a goalkeeper to beat, got defenders to beat in front of you. So, you know, it's one of them. I think City need to get more balls at that middle and try and you know, convert from inside the area. Are you saying they need to play better? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, you're trying to say that's brilliant. Yeah. Close to the goal oh, that that inside. Yes. I mean, this is the <laughs> If only Mowbray thought of that. Well, they certainly, they certainly did not do that last night. So, they the plus point nope. from last night, Keen Harris. Um, yes. How do you think another Academy product, George Thomas, how do you think he did? He had a difficult night, I thought. Um, he's had a few difficult uh, he's, I don't think games. he's ready for League One I think that might be a bit harsh but I don't think he is he, he's not played enough football um, in general really he needs to go out on loan somewhere I know he went to Yeovil last season uh, did okay there but he just needs to play um, he, he needs to develop his game learn how to run off defenders and learn when to come forward yeah and it, well, it, again let's start, let's start underestimate the importance of luck I mean there's um, he made a couple of really good runs actually last mm. night the, the, the best one he went down the middle and McCann who was on the left chipped in a diagonal yes. and it was literally it's sort of like a yard off being the perfect ball had he pants for him yeah. had he gone through and stuck it away you know I suddenly he's, his head's right up in the air yeah. and a totally different story he started quite well like you say I think within about 15-20 minutes his confidence seemed to dip I think and he kind of didn't get the ball as much I think because he's one of the young lads isn't he, and he yeah. the defense, he's still learning I mean but he's it, big big pluses his, his, his attitude yes. his, his, you know he works his proverbs up he really, you know he really does he's fully yeah. committed um, he deserves his chance in the first team. I think had a really good pre-season. Scored a few yeah. goals and stuff. And but again, you see the you plan. Know, the plan would always be, yeah. you know, obviously they've brought in Sorrell, they've brought in Thomas. They hope to get another one. So the plan would always be that Thomas was going to be like yeah, a bench yeah, player. Yeah. So you could stick him on for twenty minutes to, to hopefully make he an impact. Even last night, he probably wouldn't have started. Obviously, Reed yeah. and um, Jones on the bench. So obviously, due to mm. circumstances. Mm. So it's one of the things. And yeah, he did okay, James. But yeah, I, I'm not sure he'll be starting on Saturday. 
Um, do you think Ben Stevenson will be uh, starting on Saturday? Uh, McCann oh, did look tired, didn't he? But I think he'll probably start McCann against Bradford, who obviously have a physical in midfield. Hmm. And, you know, I think Stevenson now will, will take a back seat until we get any injuries or something like that. He's going to be a fantastic player, but you don't want to use him too much this season. I think the same with Harris as well. They're only kids, really. They might be brilliant kids. They might have great futures ahead of them, but you want to be careful hmm. how much you use them. You can look what Haynes did in his first season. Yeah, You're playing far too much sometimes. So keep him on the bench, you know, keep him around the team and stuff. But yeah, and you want to keep Stevenson under wraps, otherwise, absolutely, you'll, yeah. otherwise you'll, you'll end up selling him in January. Oh yeah, I was going to say. I mean, at any given day, there's about thirty scouts sitting in the Rico, you know. <laughs> and they, oh, we'll have him. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. So we'll be back in part three to uh, preview the weekend's fixtures. Part and, three. And 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 also discuss <laughs> around League One. Yes, Alan. Welcome back to part three. I'm joined by Alan Paul and Amy McCartney still, and uh, we're going to discuss League One. Um, Keeps on missing me out, it's terrible. And Dan, of course, producer Dan. Um, so, yeah, League One. I mean, I want to start with Sheffield United, Aidan, because I want to start with yeah, John Fleck. Yeah, going badly. It's not gone well, has it, really? They, um, they lost hauled, off at, hauled off at half time. Yeah, Sheffield United went down to a 3 0 defeat at home to South End last night. They were 3 0 down after 15 minutes. South End had previously not won a game, I don't think, and uh, pressure's on Chris Rowder, the new manager. Um, yeah, the eight new signers in that side, um, and obviously it's not working yet. Chris Hussey uh, received quite a lot of criticism on social media from the City defender, obviously. I saw a tweet saying that he, um, from a Sheffield United fan, saying that he was the worst person that he's ever seen in a uh, in a Blade shirt. Well, there you go. <laughs> Not like fans are overreact, does it? <laughs> well, uh, you you got to remember Sheffield United fans. They they make City fans look like pussy cats. I mean that they are hard people. They have huge expectations because of all of all the sort of slumbering giants in League One. Yes, they are these slumbering. Well, they're the ones giants. who keep spending money. Well, yeah. I mean, every every year you yes. think they've got to be safe because every year they. Well, usually they change your manager. They always go out and buy loads of you know good quality okay. players, and you look at their squad. You think they must yeah. you know walk this league. Well, to be fair, and he always says never bet on Sheffield United. So. Not a bloody whatever price they were at the beginning of the season. Uh, John Flett was hauled off at half time as well. Uh, really? The Invisible Man is what he was described, Ooh. which is a bit harsh, probably because we like. Yeah, but again, I mean, I mean, it, again, I'm not we, we all know how good Fleck is. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, he's he's a superb player, especially at this level. Yeah, if he's too good for this level, to be honest with you. So, I mean, that will just be a, a passing problem, I'm sure. It'd be interesting to see if they can turn it around. I don't know if they continue on this slump, he will. They will sack Wilder, I think. I don't think it will. Well, last. They sack every. Oh, they did. They, 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 they won't, won't last much longer. They'll, give, they'll give him. Well, they won't do an Eastley on him. They won't sack him after four games. But I mean, yes, or better, eh? Yeah. Yeah, Eastleaf sat the manager Chris Todd today um, after Reddy Johnson signed for him. That's not the reason. Is, is he going to be player manager? We'll wait, we'll wait to see if oh, Reddy takes the reins. <laughs> It'll probably suit his ego. <laughs> but, you know, uh, last night a big result as well. Was, uh, Peterborough beating Millwall 5-1. I can't believe that. Um, five. Well, Peterborough, free scoring. Uh, they've scored 23 goals in seven games uh, for Grant McCann's side, which is quite remarkable. Um but you know, yeah, they they very impressive result, and Millwall have looked you know really solid, and they were one of the favourites to go. Well, up. again, you, I mean, bearing in mind how well they played last year, yeah. you'd, have, you'd have seen well, they'd be right up there. They, they, they ended the season in fantastic momentum before losing the playoff final. They yeah. started this season really well. Yeah, as well. but this is what but, you really have to remember, especially if you're a City fan like young Josh out there holding his head in his hands, saying, "Oh, it's all going badly." The point is. It is so you do get freakish results at yes, this stage. Of season. I you know, and I mean the the most you can do if you're not playing well is do what City do and you cling on, get the odd point here and there, you know, and, and hope that you know when yeah. your squad's settled, when you you get a few reinforcements, you start playing. Well. I think I think the interesting point is uh, on the Peter result. What I took from it is that Bradford actually kept Peter out 
uh, last weekend, uh, the weekend side, they beat them 1-0 uh, away at, at Peterborough, and they're the only team to do so. Um, I suggest Bradford are very, very solid defensively. Oh, well, yeah. um, yeah, they are. They've only conceded three goals in the last 12 league mm. games, and that includes nine clean sheets. Uh, Vintelot's con- been playing at centre-back for them. Vintelot playing at centre-back alongside mm. Knight Percival, who's a new signing from Shrewsbury. Um, they're an interesting team. That's obviously we play on Saturday. It's never an easy game. Everyone knows what we expect when we go to Bradford. Who's the manager these days? Chris, uh, Stuart McCall's it's manager. Stuart McCall, He's yeah. taking the place of Phil Parkinson. Obviously went Bolton. Oh, um, they made an unbeaten start to the season. They drew their first game of the season against Port Vale 0-0 at home. I believe they were a bit short in attack and didn't they dominated, but didn't get didn't take the chances. Uh, beat Peterborough away 1-0. And last night got a really impressive result away at MK Dons 2-1. They were 2-0 up at the break. And yeah, they, they weathered the storm in the second half. Uh, but they, they look like a really solid team. Uh, well, to be fair, they always are. And I mean, yeah. obviously, Valley Parade is, I think, far and away the most intimidating venue in League One. And I have to say, I, I think their crowd is the best yeah. uh, I, I've seen in League Football. To be right. By the best, is, I mean, in terms of total support. I yeah. mean, the difference is that you go to Sheffield United, and if, you play, if you're playing badly after 20 minutes, they'll get on your back. Yeah. Whereas Bradford... It's just phenomenal, the noise levels. But having said that, last season City went there, probably one of their best performances of the season. Similar circumstances in which yeah. it was a, a fairly fresh-faced side against a, you know, and they stood up really well. They've just got this vision of Rhys Charles Court catching crosses in front of their car. Yeah, fantastic and So, game. who knows? Who well, knows? it's interesting, they had no Hansen last night, their big striker was out, uh, a t- tight calf. Well, um, who, whose head did they lump it onto then? They didn't, play, they didn't <laughs> seem to play a big lad up from Billy Clark and Jordan Hawaii, um, who's lad they signed. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Scored at the weekend. They did score at the weekend, yeah. They, they, so, that's not a big attack, really. So, they played 4 4 2 with Mike Marshall, who we all know, obviously former yeah. City winger, and Nicky Law on the wings. Um, but I, I wondered, we have to wait and see if Hansen comes back this weekend. But that would be a big loss for them out of four. Well, he's again, he's a bit like Tom Pope. You know, he, 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 when all else fails, you know that if you run out of ideas, if you stick it on his head, you know, there's every chance he's either going to head it home or, or he's going to knock it down for somebody else to, to put it. Yep. I mean, it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, you, you remember the infamous debate, you know, the dark age football debate between Parkinson and, and Presley. But it is, it's a quite legitimate tactic. You know, Liverpool use it sometimes, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. You've got to go forward sometimes. And City might be better off doing that at the moment, to be honest, sometimes. But yeah, you know, I mean, just, with Jody Jones, Jody Jones. Not really <laughs> well, no, maybe not. Not really got the players to do it, but it would be good to see him get the ball forward quicker. Um, but no, I think the Bradford game will be a tough game for City. Um, you know, keeping a clean sheet there will be impressive. Try and get a goal, obviously. But also, we've got, we've got Norwich City on Tuesday night as well in the uh, EFL Cup. Oh, so it's, it's definitely Tuesday. Yes, it's mm. been confirmed with Tuesday night now. Uh, Norwich play Ipswich on the Saturday, but despite that, they're still playing Tuesday, which does suggest that Alex Neil will be rotating his team. And would, would you imagine that we'll see um, Madison in yeah, there? I would have definitely thought we'd see Madison. He's not played the uh, first three matches, I don't think. I don't think he's featured. He hasn't well, in the squad. No, he didn't play last night. Which is he? bizarre. I mean, unless he's carrying a knock, which... You know, we don't know that. They've but got. They've I mean, got it's interesting because when City went there for the um, for the pre-season game, I mean, it was a small crowd, but they they obviously loved Madison. I mean, when he came on, it was a huge, probably the biggest cheer of the night. And I was speaking to a couple of local fans that they they think he's you know he's the real deal. Um, I mean, funny if you look at him, he doesn't actually look like an, an Alec Neil player, does he? You know, sort of. Not really. Sort of, but but obviously, you know, they, they'll, they'll obviously be a big test for City. Uh, Norwich have started the season really well. Uh, beat Bristol City 1-0 last night uh, I don't think Madison did play or feature let's just have a look uh, 
No, he wasn't on the bench again. Um, so he's not featured in any of the squads so far. Jacob Murphy's been around the team, which is yeah. good to see. Obviously, he might get a chance against City. I'm not sure if he will. He might be on the bench, especially if he's been involved in the first team. You've got Josh uh, Murphy, his brother, who will probably play. And they've got a really loads of options, so it'll be a really tough oh. game for City. So, right. Chelsea, United. Norwich, what time do you set off? Well, I'm lucky, you see, because where I live, I'm halfway there. So, um, but th- having said that, set off early last time and got stuck in a in a pile up on the A14. So I'll be behind a tractor. We, or <laughs> we don't want any of these racist, stereotypical jokes. <laughs> no, I had to drive to Lloyd. <laughs> no, it's it, a single it, lane. It, it is. Right it is a hell of a. Well, no, it's a, I mean, mo- the, most of the A11s is dual now, so it's, oh. it's a lot better than it was. But you don't care about it. No, I'm, I'm sort of quite looking forward to it actually. But a good chance to watch some decent players in action. Mm. And I think City will do well. There you go. Mowbray was talking on Friday and was saying that he's looking forward to getting there and playing on, you know, the pristine yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah. Else. No, I, I think City will do well. It's a difficult day in the office, but we'll we'll see. Hopefully, they they, they get the win at Bradford to uh, kick on. Well, I think a, a win might be. I mean, I think a draw would be a fantastic result for Bradford. Yeah, normally I, I would agree with you normally in circumstances, but I think with three results not going their way or two points yeah, in three games, this is, this another draw would be a bit demoralising for that. I know you're, it, lapsing, you're lapsing into the panic zone. Eh? Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not in the panic not, zone. If they've only got two points after six games, then you might start to panic. Yeah. But at the moment, it's fine. I, I, I would agree. I think Bradford be a really difficult match, as we all know. They've got good good players and difficult place to go. Uh, cliche, obviously, but it's true. And uh, yeah, I'd take a point there. See, you do. It always seems to be quite an entertaining fixture, don't you? You kind of have these images of Presley and Parkinson squaring up, and obviously the opening day thriller as well. Oh, well, I, 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 yeah, as you know, I'm rubbish. I think it was 0-0 last year. I think it was three to the year before it that was, yeah. uh, when Redder scored an equaliser a minute from time, and then they went straight field and, and, and scored the winner. And wasn't it three three the year before that? Yeah. I think with Naki Wells getting a hat trick for them and. Callum getting a couple for us. Oh, on TV, that was about that. Well, yeah, but it, it is. I mean, you always it is a proper football stadium, you know, and you, and you get you get you know the because it's always full. You know, it's used half. Pretty It'll be a good crowd. There's always sort of twenty thousand there. It's always a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, talking about Naki Wells, uh, he plays for Huddersfield. Mm. Did anyone see their equalising goal? <laughs> yes, <laughs> very Sorry. good link there. I like oh, thank that. you. Yes, uh, <laughs> Aston Villa. Oh, we all obviously know and love, not really. The um, they went one nil up uh, about ten minutes to go last night at Villa Park against Huddersfield Town and conceded a hilarious goal. A fantastic goal! It was it, yeah, I, I felt sorry for the goalkeeper actually because the, the, the defender he, dropped him in it. But um, Timoteo blamed the keeper, not the defender. Really? I thought it was well, yeah, the keeper kicked the ball against uh, an attacker, a running, a charging attacker. And it yeah, was, so it was a pass back. Yeah, and he it, went to clear. Mind you, I mean, City, bounce, City no, did, almost did something similar last night. And it, uh, I can't remember what it was now, but somebody played the ball back to um, yes. to Charles Cook. And as you know, City, um, they're an attraction, not to just lump it up. So he tried to dribble his way around the post, which is not easy because he's it a wasn't big very unit. clever. And, and nearly lost the ball, and that would have been a. Mowbray's face when he did that yeah. and his reaction and <laughs> yeah. charging out the touchline and shouting at Mowbray. One of the angriest I've ever seen Mowbray. It, yeah. like, it was a really stupid thing to do. But yeah, but there it is. His moment said, yeah, yeah, says, yeah. Don't, yeah. Just, don't just lump it, you know, sort of. Yeah. Your way out, so don't try and take him on though, Reece. No, no, no. We'll, we'll give that one a miss. Yeah, after the Luton debacle and Huddersfield last night, it hasn't been a good time for Villa. But Newcastle as well, they've got an opportunity to really um, start their campaign against Reading. Yes, they play um, Reading tonight. I think Adam Armstrong might get a chance to feature again. No, we'll wait and see on that one. Well, they, the player who doesn't seem to be getting chances, um, obviously, Bigger Romana. Bring back Biggie. <laughs> Bring back Biggie. Yeah, he, he played for the under 23s. Um, who was it against Norwich, was it? It was against Norwich. Uh, scored on, two goals. Yeah, scored twice. So that's 
positives for him, but I believe he's been told he can leave the clubs. That's what it's Along with about five or six others. Yeah, well. including a few decent players in there. So I, I'm sure Moby will be looking at that. Um, he was. I'm not quite sure. I mean, obviously, when he came out, he was almost... He seemed to have established himself, I think, as being in that holding midfield. So if you were playing, as City did last year, with the, with the holding two, yeah. he, he, that seems to be his position now. And obviously they're not playing that this season. And again, don't get me wrong, I think Gary's a fantastic, lovely lad, good footballer. But would you bring him back and say, I think, move Stevenson once? No, I, 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 I wouldn't. I but I think one thing I'd say about him, he would be an easy signing. In terms of he lives locally, he knows the club. You know, money-wise, might be a problem, but mm. everything else would be really easy to do if you're yeah, looking for a simple yeah. solution. I, mean, I always thought Biggie, because I've seen him play in the Premier League, and he was really good. Mm. And then Pardew, you know, ruined his career, which you know, <laughs> not the first player that Pardew's mm. done that to. So um, I don't know. I think there's still something there. I think if they got him back, in, uh, if reasonable they get, prices, you know, reasonable wages. Yeah. Sure, it's well, I see it's all down to beans on the table. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps there's no rush until January, really, but until McCann leaves. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's yeah. the thought. Yeah, but obviously, we'll see, wait and see what Newcastle do with him. Obviously, he's got, still got a year left on his contract. I think maybe two. So on um, big money, you'd have thought they would and get move on. Uh, be good if he, uh, good for his career, really. If he can get out of there, really, it's been a poor yeah. few years. Well, it's him. a madcap. Club, isn't it? It is, and you so, know, it's just nice. Like Sleeping Giants. They <laughs> should win tonight, like it's Reading. Reading are, you know, poor side at the minute. Reading love to pass the ball out from defence. Yep, they do. As yeah, well. It's one of the weird. I watched them on Saturday, and one of the weirdest things I've seen from an away team. They just let bought pressure on themselves by just passing it around to the fence. You're like, what are you doing, guys? Just get rid of it. And they didn't. They just kept passing it, and they lost the ball, and they conceded. Well, there we go. There we go. So don't don't listen to the app stuff. No, absolutely. Well, we'll be back next week um, to discuss everything about Bradford and discuss everything about Norwich as well. We'll probably be back on Wednesday next week, I'd imagine, to uh, review both games. Um, but until then, I'll say goodbye to Alan. Goodbye. I'll say goodbye to Aidan. See you later. Uh, and I'll say goodbye to Dan. Cheerio. Uh, thank you very much.